You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I don't think you're going to reinvent the wheel late in the season and come up with this, oh, my gosh, brand-new scheme, brand-new something that we're going to catch them with. I think it's more of those little nuances and those little changes that are going to keep you fresh and they're going to keep people off you, kind of kicking them off the scent, so to speak. As we progress into the late season, success is often determined by the ability to identify and exploit the weaknesses of opponents. This requires a comprehensive self-scouting process that enables you to understand your own tendencies and make necessary adjustments. By analyzing intricate details and nuances, you can gain a strategic advantage on game day. In this episode, we'll delve into the importance of self-scouting, the value of explaining opponent weaknesses, and practical methods for sharing this information effectively. We are joined by head coach of Austin P University, Scotty Walden, analyst at Oregon, Dante Barti and defensive line coach and run game coordinator at Eastern Kentucky, Jeremy Hawkins. These three coaches share useful insight into approaching late season game planning on offense, defense, and special teams. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years, It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast, or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. 
raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. Scotty Walden, the head coach of Austin P, emphasizes the importance of self-scouting and understanding one's own weaknesses before trying to exploit the opponent's weaknesses. He believes that focusing on little alignment and formation details can give away tendencies and tips to the defense, so it's crucial to vary things up and keep the opponent guessing. Coach Walden believes in the late season it's more about making subtle changes and adjustments rather than completely reinventing the playbook. The number one thing that we do late in the year, and we all know these are critical district and conference games, and we've been fortunate. I believe we've lost, I think since we've been here, two, I have to go back and look, I think two games in November, and one of those is Alabama. Those guys are kind of good. So we, not, not to make an excuse, but those, those guys are pretty good. But we do a great job. I think it's one of our strengths of self-scouting. And so it's, yes, obviously, I know the, the question is more toward how do you exploit your opponent, but I think the first thing you have to do is look at yourself. And that has been something that we've done a really good job of in October and November, November especially, of making sure, and it's, you know, that we self-scout ourselves. And what I'm talking about there is, is not so much the big things. I'm really looking at the little things where, you know, when we run our number one run play, where is the back set? Where's the tight end set? What's the number one formation that we utilize it out of? Because obviously that's what the defense is looking at. That's what he, that's what that D coordinator is looking at. Okay. When the back is set weak, you know, it is 78% going to be run across the formation. You know, when the tight end set here, all that stuff, you know, I mean, guys getting tips from the yo, from the tight end, you know, where's the, I think people get your tight end a lot of times. And, and he tells you a lot of things about your offense. Same thing on defense when we're in two, one techniques, as opposed to traditional or one technique and a three, is that a telltale that we're doing something? So just little alignment things, always looking at where we're very, very in tune to our stances receiver-wise. If we're too far off the ball or if our front knee is flexed, excuse me, not flexed, but straight, and it's not flexed, all of a sudden is that a, is that a, is that a tip on we're motioning? When number two's on the ball, number one's off the ball, what are we doing when that happens? Do we have enough variety when that happens? I mean, all of these things is what our, you know, we get our QCs to do and we look at it as a coaching staff and then we adjust accordingly because we know the defense is looking at it. So I think because at that point in the season, I believe they know what we're doing. We know what they're doing. Now, how do we put the pixie dust on it and how do we mix up enough flavor in the soda can, so to speak, to make them, hey, I don't have a beat on what they're doing. You know, there's too many flavors of what they're doing and, you know, we need to be basic here so they can't get tips on you. So I'm more... In, in late in the season, I'm more looking at ourselves and seeing how we can vary things up without confusing our kids than I am just sitting there looking at the opponent. Because by then, I've got a really good feel for what I feel like they do. Now it's about how do we adjust ourselves off of our self-scout. Yeah, I think it's amazing in sports in general. And it's funny because I tell my son all the time when I'm watching a game, you know, he, he's amazed that I capture every steal he has on video. But I see his tell, and it's so <laughs> slight. But I just know it. I can read him, yep. and I know, like, all right, here he goes. <laughs> and and that's true in football, too. I mean, especially as a team gets fatigued, you know, it, this is about that discipline pre-snap 
there's so many things you can gain. It's, it's something I would look for all the time. And there were very few teams where we would leave, you know, our, our scouting reports saying we don't we don't have any indicators for what they're doing here. I mean, we're always looking for indicators. Right. And it does take that discipline. I love the approach, though, that you're looking at yourself as well. And, and what are we giving away? And that's, I mean, you got to yep. be disciplined. That starts in practice. Yes, you do. I mean, for instance, several years back, we got one tidbit from another. And thank goodness, you know, we uh, talked to another team that are willing to tell us. But our tight end was literally, and I didn't even notice it, you know, He's looking pre-snap. He's tilting his head to where he's going every every time before before the ball snaps. So he's just giving those linebackers, hey, I'm splitting across. Hey, I'm saying same side. Hey, I'm blocking out. And we were like, oh, my God. We went back and looked at it. And we're like, Dude, they're right. They got us. And so we had to fix that. And that really helped us to not give away our tendencies. But you're right. It takes an enormous amount of discipline in your staff to find it and your players to change it up. But I think little things like – I don't think you're going to reinvent the wheel – late in the season and come up with this, oh, my gosh, brand-new scheme, brand-new something that we're going to catch them with. I think it's more of those little nuances and those little changes that are going to keep you fresh and they're going to keep people off you, kind of kicking them off the scent, so to speak, that are going to allow you to uh, do what you do best as opposed to putting in a bunch of new things that, you know, they look good on the board and they may hit in practice, but then you run them in a game, and that's not something you do. And I think those things end up hurting you more than they help you. Analytics are becoming a major tool in helping teams optimize both their game planning and play calling. Few of us are afforded the luxury of having a team of analysts giving us every useful tidbit of information to gain an advantage. But the one thing we can do is take advantage of the technology available to us. While it is late season, adding a tool to help us in that regard can give us an edge in the late season big games and into the playoffs. One of those tools is modern football technology, which our guests have spoken about before on this podcast. The best part is that at the high school level, in almost every state, you can use these live analytics to make better calls, and that's exactly what modern football technology allows you to do. They have a one-hour onboarding process to get you going, and you can find the link to their website in the show notes. Our next guest is an expert in utilizing analytics and breakdowns to gain an advantage. Dante Barti, an analyst from Oregon, highlights the need to have a call or play in the system that matches the opponent weaknesses. He advises against constantly adding new plays, but instead evaluating if the weakness is significant enough to justify adding a new concept. Coach Barti emphasizes the importance of discipline and finding indicators in the opponent's game that can be exploited. He points out that the special teams are an area he feels that can exploit weaknesses the most and requires a more opponent-specific approach compared to the other sides of the ball. First, is there a call in your system that matches the weakness that you're saying? If there's a call in your system, it means I need to make sure that call exists on the call sheet when I play them. Too many times what happens is we see an opponent weakness, and then we want to exploit it, and we're like, we need to make something new. See if it exists in the system. That requires you to have the tools in the toolbox beforehand. If it doesn't exist in the system, it's late in the year. So you have to make one of two evaluative choices. The first, if I'm going to add it to my system, what am I either taking away or not practicing to add something else? Two, is the weakness large enough that the advocation for adding a new play and adding a new concept makes sense in the first place? If you only saw that weakness occur 
five times and it's late in the year and you've seen thousands of clips of football, then is there enough value to add the new concept to possibly exploit that call? Now, there's one phase of the game where this kind of gets flipped on its head, and it's because it's the most event-oriented, junction-point-oriented part of football, and that's special teams. And the only reason I bring up special teams is because your special teams plan will change every week because it's very opponent-specific. Your special teams principles should not. So you may, quote-unquote, add a new block every week, but the principles of that block shouldn't change from how you teach everything else that you do. Because special teams is so play-by-play, junction-point oriented. What do I mean by that? Special teams is not a flow-based game. It's not a sequencing-based game. You get one play of special teams per drive most of the time, maybe two. And so everything is now play or opponent-centric specific. That's the only time, in my opinion, the methodology changes. But the principles of whatever you're doing on special teams should remain the same. They shouldn't change. But for the other sides of the ball, you have to evaluate when you find a weakness. One, does the weakness require an answer that we don't have? If it has an answer that we do have, do that. Make sure it exists. Make sure you're running it in practice versus that weakness so you can exploit it. And then two, if we have to add it, what are we taking away from that week? Can't just add without subtracting. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective. So I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www dot team m-o-f-o dot com slash demo and mention coach and coordinator podcast or use the coupon code cc10 to receive 10 percent off your first year we finish up with jeremy hawkins the defensive line coach and run game coordinator at eastern kentucky he stresses the importance of self-evaluation and fixing one's own weaknesses and tendencies he believes that understanding and exploiting the opponent's tendencies, formations, and small details can help slow down the game and allow the defense to play faster. Coach Hawkins suggests using scouting reports with visual aids like screenshots, graphs, and diagrams to effectively communicate the opponent's weaknesses to the players. First and foremost, understand that you have weaknesses as well. You have tendencies as well. Just the same way that we're looking at those offensive linemen and the attached tight ends and the sniffer backers and the running backs, and understanding formations and tendencies, they're looking at you and seeing, that okay, if I'm stunting inside, if I'm going outside, am I leaning? Do I have a different stance? So I think, you know, kind of, you know, looking at yourself, fixing yourself first, okay, well, I don't want to be exploited on um, a movement. If I'm about to move and I'm, I'm leaning a certain way, if I have a different stance, I want to fix that, you know, just kind of quality control and go through and look at yourself first and then we go look at the opponent okay how can we exploit their tendencies what are they giving away are they giving away run pass 
you know, small details like that, depending on what type of offense we're playing, um, what type of formations they run. Are they giving the run away or are they running a certain way to a certain side to a certain offense alignment to a certain tight end or they run to the tight end side or they, or they too tight and they're only the runners to this one side, you know, 80% of the time. Things like that, we want to get into the smaller details of understanding the game so we can slow the game down so we can play a lot faster. What do you feel is the best method of sharing this information every week, something that doesn't overwhelm them and is, is very useful to them accomplishing their, their goals winning on game day? Scouting reports, for sure. We, we truly put those steel shots, those pictures on scouting reports. It, it shows when here's when an offensive lineman is leaning a certain way. Look at this offensive lineman. If he's doing this, if he has this stance, look at the formation the uh, core formation, if the running back and the tight end, tight end attached tight ends to the same side, it's going to be these runs. If the tight ends away from the running back, it's going to be these runs. So showing them still pictures, showing them graphs and diagrams of percentages of what runs and what passes and what protections you're going to get from the still pictures, and then get on the board and draw it up for them and talk through it and, and walk through it and watch it on film. Just try to give them every ounce of ways to teach them and give it to them so they can actually take it in and, and take it to game day. Self-scouting and exploiting opponent weaknesses are critical components of any successful team's game plan. By diligently examining your own tendencies and tells and gaining a deep understanding of your opponents, you can make strategic adjustments and capitalize on weaknesses. Be sure to check the show notes for related episodes and resources from these guests. Go to coachingcoordinator.com to sign up for our weekly tip sheet, which gives you the rundown of all the episodes from the previous week and the best ideas shared. And be sure to check out the catalog of season episodes at coachingcoordinator.com or on your favorite podcast app.